podcast. It's called Levine Intervention, and we're cranking these puppies out now. This show is a lightning bolt to the soul, offering humor, perspective, and advice to listeners who haven't quite mastered the art of the transition just yet. We're going to take a swan dive into the pool of questions you're too embarrassed to ask your mother. So Levine Intervention is an homage to my talk show background. I worked on Dr. Phil for a long time. I've had countless interviews with real people in my television career as an interviewer. And I'm just kind of naturally fascinated with human nature. So come along for a ride. We take questions from all over the globe and we focus on getting answers for real people with real problems and addressing them in a way that's relatable and fun. Basically, I have all of the experience in the world and none of it. Take what you like from this and flush the rest of it down the toilet. Today's topic is thinking inside out. And we're going to talk about ways in which you can channel your negative energy into a positive experience. We all have days where we're faced with incidents that tend to throw us off. We quarrel with a certain someone an early morning jam on the way into the office, or even just waking up on the wrong side of the bed is enough to set us off in the wrong direction. So sometimes it can be just passed off as the simple Monday morning blues. But for some of us, it leads us down a big dark hole for the rest of the day, or maybe even a week or a month or life. Um, Sometimes overwhelm can take us over. And um, sometimes it just feels like nothing can go right. Have you ever heard of the saying that when Mercury is in retrograde, machines don't work very well? It's like this gravitational pull on the planet. When it happens, if you notice, just things in the in the, on the Earth sort of shift and things don't work out well. I happen to believe in this gravitational pull that we can't see and that it changes how we're thinking and it's our momentum. I actually think that Mercury in retrograde is the way that like our world works also. So like there's something pulling you in a certain direction, but you actually have the power to decide what that is. I'm just going to leave it at that for now. I wanted to share just a little story that you can manifest anything in your life. And I'm going to give you a very specific example. I worked on a show once in Alaska. We were on the show for four months with all these Alaskan women. We were up in Alaska. And the final shot of the final scene of the final series, we said, we haven't seen a bear yet. And I said, we are going to see a bear. And it's going to be in our final scene. And everybody on the staff, everybody on the cast that I was totally crazy. There was like 45 people on the cast and I just held the intention that a bear would come into our set because I wanted a shot of it for the final shot and literally as the sun was going down and there was a we had a bonfire on the beach eagles flying everywhere and there was like a forest behind us and somebody turned around they were like oh my god nobody move there's a bear in the background and I was like I know and I made a bear come out of the woods so (laughs) I just want to say that anything we put our minds to can happen. Some facts and figures on thinking negative and knowing that it's actually a choice. 
according to a study, I love studies, we have about 60,000 thoughts a day. It equates to a thought a second. Look at that. I feel like I have like 25 thoughts going through my head all at one time. So that would probably add up to 60,000 thoughts a day. What's even more surprising is that out of those 60,000 thoughts, about 95% of them are the same as the thoughts that we had yesterday, the day before, and the day before that. Whoa. That's pretty deep. So not only is this reason enough to start thinking positively, but also further research on healingtouch.areavoices.com shows that an average person has 80% of those thoughts are negative. So that means that you have 45,000 negative thoughts a day. Wow. I'm going to start counting. That's a lot of negativity to have in your head, right? Wow. Because our mind does work very, very quickly. A couple more facts and figures because I think it's important to like back up with science what we're about to discover. Mindbodygreen.com reminds us to be mindful of the fact that some negative thoughts are natural and that sometimes suppressing negative thoughts all the time and trying to remain upbeat can in fact adversely affect you. So it's like giving you permission to kind of feel the negativity. And then the ever-knowing mayoclinic.org, they are actually right now, they're doing a search, uh, a research study on positive thinking and the optimism on health. And they actually think that positive thinking can increase your life, lower rates of depression, lower levels of distress, greater resistance to the common cold, reduced risk of death from cardiovascular disease and better coping skills during hardships and time of stress. That's actually the biggest one right there, I would say. All right. So we are going to start our personal journey. We have Dante joining us today. And his question on Levine intervention is, how do I separate myself from negative experiences and channel my negative energy into positive experiences. We'll be right back and we're going there with Dante. Welcome back to Levine Intervention where today we are talking about negative experiences and positive experiences. And I have sitting in my living room a gorgeous specimen named Dante. Well, hello. Hi, Dante. <laughs> how are you? I'm great. I'm great. How are you? I'm good. So, Dante, how did you find me? Well, I found you through my lovely friend, Shirley. And she was speaking to me about the podcast. I've always been interested in podcasts and listened to a bunch of them. So when she offered up the opportunity, I was like, oh, okay. Just let me know when. What you want to uh. And we've been talking about getting together for a while, right? Yes. Like a few, like I think it was winter the last time we were actually talking about oh my getting God. you on my show. Yes, yes, this is true. This is very true. <laughs> and now we're right into summer. So. Yeah, it's the middle of summer when we're recording. Time flies, doesn't it? Yes, most it does. definitely. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, right now I live in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and um, I'm actually a videographer, um, artist, like, Anything that looks interesting and I I feel like I can do, I'm like going after it. So I directed a music video last month with a friend of mine who's an awesome hip-hop artist. I'm also directing a couple of photo shoots actually in the next two weeks. And last but not least, me and a good friend of mine who's a nutritionist, her name is Kierberry, and um, she's doing a cooking show. 
and we're actually going to launch it and putting it on to YouTube. So just a bunch of different projects. And, you are um, wicked busy. Yeah, yes. Wow, um, thank you for making time to come by Levine Intervention. Thank you for making time for me. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So you're like a hustler. You, Most you, definitely. You're all over Most definitely. the city. What's your favorite part of New York City? Oh, my bed. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh. Like, what do you love about the city? Oh, my God. I love just every... I have, like, loved New York City be, before I even visited New York City. So like um, I was watching Hey Arnold like back in Texas and I would be like, oh my God, I just really want to live in a city. I'm a very, very busy person. If there's 60,000 thoughts we're supposed to have, I probably have 120. Right? <laughs> like I think I think you kind of have to be like that at some level in the city just to keep up with everything that's going on all around you all the time. Oh yeah, most definitely. <laughs> so put us inside your brain. What's your brain like? What, what goes on up there? Oh man, what doesn't go on in my brain? I'm always trying to figure out like what I'm going to do next. I'm always like in the back of my head, like, okay, so after we leave this, what's the plan? Like, where are we going? What's happening? And You're planning just, it. Right. I'm a, I'm a huge like coordinator planner. Like, where's this? Where's that? But um, the organization isn't always there, but uh, I'm always planning. And is, th is that successful for you that when you're planning, it, it is executed the way that you like it? Yes, it's um typically what I've learned was just I'm not being able to control my results sometimes because I'm a really, really sore loser at things. And I just really sat with myself and talked to myself and was like, look, you got to cut this shit out. You can't be angry all the time whenever you don't get what you want or it doesn't happen how you wanted it to happen because sometimes things don't happen how they should happen so that way they can happen how they're supposed to happen. So, mm. you know, Somebody just, has some spiritual training. Yes, yes. I've been meditating and, you know centering myself so do you have things that happen to you that you like are you constantly sort of seeking answers uh you know i'm gonna be honest it used to be constantly seeking attention what do you mean you would be seeking attention but now you're not so yeah like i was saying back when i was younger um i have a little brother and he would be in football and stuff like that and i would see him in football and be like wait a second okay so we're here five six days out of the week dealing with him I need to get in football so that way. And uh -huh. I got in football not because I wanted to catch a ball or hit anybody. You don't look like a football player. Oh, you know, I never did. I really never did. <laughs> you know, my dad and my mom actually offered me $10 one time to hit someone. And I was like, really? And they were like, You mean yeah. like a football hit? Oh, yes, most definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it vividly. I remember looking up and my dad put up those 10 hands like, hey. Because he's like, look, we're coming up here to these games. And like, you know, I didn't even know like what I was supposed to be doing. It was just like hut. And I would stand up and be like, OK. So I just remember seeing my dad put up those 10 hands or the 10 fingers. And um, I was just like, OK, I'm going. And I just ran, ran, ran. And I found one guy. And he was actually standing there casually. I don't know if he was posing for a picture. But I know as soon as he saw me, he was ready. And he gave me a nice little. You got little, flattened? Um, I probably did. I just remember being like, oh, OK. I hope I get my money. So, yeah. <laughs> You'll do anything for $10. That's what we've learned today. Uh, you know, I used to do anything for $10. <laughs> now, you know, add like three more zeros to that and, you know, we can now talk. Now it's a grand. Oh. So, um, where is your life going? Where, where are you? What are you heading towards? Do you know, Dante? I believe I'm heading towards being a creative director. Okay. Um, I can see myself being a creative director for um, a house or a studio, um, like um, music videos and like uh, for photo shoots and things like that. Um, a personality on television and also on um, podcasts and radio and things like that. So just really like an all around like lifestyle guy. I'm one of those people where like 
I'm working on one thing and then if it looks like I can do something else at the same time, I'm like not going to try and be jack of all trades. I'm going to still do right. my one thing that I'm really good at, which right. is being me, you know, delivering um, good products as far as like uh, visual visual narratives and things of that. Okay. And if I can like jump out of that and go and like do some merchandising or jump out of that and, and do some like workshops for like younger children and things like that and to teach them to, to be able to access the opportunities that I have, I'll do that also. So like it's to me, I'm like, why say no if you have the time? So what negative thoughts are creeping into your world that are keeping you from being Dante of all trades? Well, the negative thoughts is the negative sharing. And here's the thing. So I've had a lot of different stories. I'm like a man that will tell you like all about myself, you know, and I understand you don't tell people all your business. You don't want to like you want to share things. And I love sharing things about myself. How do you tell these stories that? could possibly be that are negative stories they're not stories that you know everybody would tell about themselves but how can you still celebrate yourself in those stories you know uh so okay it's like turning a negative into a can positive can you be specific um you want me to give you a what story? do you tell yourself oh what i tell myself yeah mm. like i want to start to dig into your question okay so how do i turn my negative thoughts into positive experiences yes. how do i turn this is a really positive? good question yes because it's there's the thing is is that i've i've honestly i've been telling people stories and they'll be like you should write this down this is awesome and it's like well i want to write it down but you guys i have to like learn how to like keep you in at the same time and not walk away thinking like whoa okay wait why did he just tell that that's not a good story you know what i mean like why did that i wouldn't tell that if that was me you know it's like i want this to be something like i'm happy about the outcome because i've learned a lesson from it and how do i tell it and how do i, I give it to other people understanding the lesson that i've learned you get what i mean be specific i can give you a story would you like that or y yes okay so just recently actually um i cut my hair and one of the reasons because of, of that is because um, I actually was in um, a fight with one of my neighbors and I ended up getting some of my hair pulled out. So um, that's the thing. Like, I'll tell people about it and I'll be like, you know, this is just what happened to me. And, you know, it, it, it was something that was really crazy that happened. And I was really upset about it afterwards. You know, I was all over the place. But then the next day I was able to go back, talk to the guy and, um, you know, really just like shake his hand, give him a hug and tell him, hey, you know, I'm sorry that this happened, you know, and I can't stay being mad at you because it's not going to make my hair grow. And I look better with my hair off anyway. But when you're telling that to the, you know, your friend that works out in the carry out when you're like getting picking up your delivery, it's kind of like uh, they're like, oh, OK, yeah, 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 totally. And then they're like, oh, my God, what happened to him? How did that happen? You know what I mean? And it's like I don't want you to walk away from this thinking that like. I'm broken or there's something that bad that happened. Yes, it was a bad experience, but at the same time, it was something that was, you know, I learned from it. It was, you know, it wasn't great, but it was something that um, I learned from. So you want to know how to take that storytelling and turn it positive or how, because you already made it a positive. Yes, but it's something like, I, you know, when you get into the action of it and I'm telling you like, oh man, and then he was sitting out there and I came out again and then he like gets in my face. So I pushed him off and then he tried to kick me like a Power Ranger. So I grab my, I grab his, his, his foot. And then when I grab his foot, he like grabs my ponytail and I'm like, oh my God, this cannot happen. This cannot happen. And I just feel my hair coming up out of my head. How does this happen? Do you get in a lot of fights? Uh, no. But you know, in the past like five years, there's maybe been like three, three. Okay. Do they normally get that violent? Yeah, usually. How does it get to that point? When people see you sometimes and you're an open person, um, 
people oftentimes think they can take advantage of you and or that they can tell you whatever and like they're entitled to like kind of like shut you down i've i've definitely stopped myself and been like yo but if it's like somebody who doesn't know what they're talking about and they're coming at me in the wrong kind of way and you know i didn't ask for this and i'm just trying to get an understanding and you're coming at me in a crazy manner you might just you know get what you're asking for he was screaming because he lost his dog and as a dog owner you know if your dog was lost you would be very upset so his dog was lost walked away and he was basically a little drunk and sitting outside screaming at the top of his lungs. And if I can hear you inside my apartment, I'm thinking, wait a second, why in the world am I hearing somebody scream and there's like not a party in here? So I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to bring my big Texas mouth out there and let him know what's going on. So, you know, there were some words exchanged. He like came up the stairs and like got in my face. So when I was finishing the fight or whatever, I looked down and I literally was like tarantulas all over the like the floor, there was so so much of my hair that was on the ground, and I was just like, oh my God, wait. Oh, wait. Dante, this is a little extreme. We were just playing football in Texas, and now we're suddenly wrestling on the ground in New York City with I hair know, flying right? everywhere. Yes, exactly. I'd say that's a pretty physical manifestation of yeah. stuff yes. going on in your world. Sometimes the drama is keeps it exciting, right? Like, right. I mean, if there's 120,000 thoughts in your head every day, I mean, something's got to be active up there, right? Oh, yeah, totally. So maybe you like the drama. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That's an honest, that's an honest thing. I do like the drama in a sense that, like, you know, how we like to watch, you know, television. Like, right. I, and if it's my business, I have no problem telling it. I don't mind telling you, like, Look, I got my hair pulled out, but look, I got my hair cut and I look better with my hair off anyway. So it's great, you know? So your question is actually, it is a simple answer, right? So how do you turn your negative experiences into positive experiences? And the answer is to find yourself right. So like we're, we're taught to like be a good boy, right? Get good grades. Go to go to work. Mm -hmm. Make money. Totally. Don't disrupt anybody. Mm -hmm. Don't get in fights. Yes. Don't get your hair pulled out. Right. Right. But maybe right now at this phase of your life, you've been in New York City for one year. Yes. You have broken out of Texas. Mm -hmm. You Most have definitely. your an artist discovering yourself in New York City. Most definitely. So maybe the negative, it's, I mean, you already sort of said it, so you already kind of know this. So this isn't like the biggest intervention that I've ever had. Okay. But maybe you're just supposed to be doing the things that are happening to you right now to keep you on the path that you're meant to be on. Right. Okay. So it's just, fi it's finding yourself right in the moment. Now, can you give me a, an example of when you did that? Oh, wow. He did the reverse, the bait and switch, flip that thing around. Because, <laughs> you know, you got to get an example so that way you're like, okay, great, I got this. I oh, my God, totally. Oh, I I'm a mess. Are you kidding me? <laughs> totally. Well, you oh, and no. me both. I always say, I'm like, no, this is like Abby, you know, 10.0. I'm still kind of messy. Actually, I'm still really messy in certain ways. and But my mess sort of keeps um, moving to different places in my life. So... Last year, I broke up with a guy. I moved into this apartment that you're sitting in right here with somebody who I thought I would be with for a long time. And I got to know his kids like really, really well. Mm -hmm. um, and we 
became like a family. My thing is I'm always on the search for a family. It's kind of my, it's oh, okay. my like weakness sort of like I come from a bit of a broken family and mm-hmm. everybody's very independent and spread out. Okay. So, um, I'm constantly trying to kind of anchor in and kind of make my own family, but yet I'm in a business that moves me around a lot and I'm in a city that moves around a lot and I haven't like really anchored in. So to make a long story short, I ended up, I ended up breaking up with this guy right after we moved in here and it was fucking Mm gut-wrenching. It was really, really, really hard to me for me, but I had to follow what I knew I wanted even though it wasn't the thing that was happening like right in front of me. But what has come out of it is that he's older than me. Mm -hmm. So he's over 50. And for the first time in his whole life, he got to therapy. Oh, nice. So after this big whole blow up, I said, this is none of this is making sense to me. Mm -hmm. And like, I want to transition out of our relationship and learn what this was all about. And so over the course of like four or five months, even though we were breaking up, we went to therapy together to kind of understand what happened. That is so powerful. I love that. And so actually just yesterday, I, his kids are in for the summer. Normally they would be staying here. Okay. And the last two times they were here and we were together, I like bawled my eyes out when they after they left because I was like, I'm so attached to them. But now it's like really nice and normal. And I spent like an afternoon with them yesterday. Awesome. And he and I are like friends now. But like I, I went to his place. He made me this huge breakfast and we all like bopped around the city for a couple hours. And I don't feel sad about it anymore. Like mm. I got, I beat the, I got over the hump. Exactly. And okay. he's like, nobody else has ever stood for me. I think I changed his path and his kid's path too. Oh, okay. By having a fight. That's mm. kind of how I look at it. Sometimes these things are necessary though. Like sometimes it's necessary to have like some kind of conflict just to go, okay, oh, uh, like this is done. Like I have a really good friend of mine who um, we uh, have had really epic like breaking ups we've had epic falling outs but every time like i've seen that she has done amazing things every time we come back together as friends it's like a stronger bond and like it's so much better Yeah, i think you have to be willing to get dirty every once in a while exactly you know that's that's the thing and know what your future is and where what you're where you're going eventually i think that part of it's pretty important to know what you want well dante did you learn something Yes, it's to find yourself right. Like, you, like, find it, like, just trust the process. Just, like, go with it. Sometimes it's not going to be pretty. It's going to be ugly. Yeah. And you don't have to, like, I guess, you. well, not at that, I guess. I know that you don't have to tell the story in a more interrogative manner, looking for validation as to, like, oh, no, it's okay. You can just go, hey, this is what happened to me, da-da-da-da, and this is the lesson that I got from it. You know, it's a little dirty. I got a little, you know. This happened, that happened, but I'm so happy now because now I've got clarity. Now I've I've got time and space and actually like a little bit more peace of mind. It's like a calm after the storm. Yeah, it's like you just like got to love the mess no matter what and trust the mess. Right. Which is kind of hard to do in the moment because you at least I feel like I should be buttoned up and right, like proper, proper. Right. A lot of the time. And what is proper? What is normal? Exactly. You know, exactly. I'm totally normal. And weird <laughs> at the same time. It's kind of crazy. All right. Well, we um um thank you for coming on, Dante. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. I um enjoyed your stories. <laughs> and I was 